All right, let's see. Makaizikon Sports Podcast, and it's a very special edition, uh, joined uh, live by, by not one but two guests, Dave Haley, who's been on every form of media with me there is possible, except for maybe LP Record from NHSportsPage.com. Can Dave, we do that? I, I think we can press this into an LP, right. and hipsters would buy it. And check into that. Yeah, we got. We this is the groundbreaking one. This is one that's going to break the internet. Going to break the internet today. Kim Kardashian's asked into it, but this will. This is going to do it. Uh, I believe you. And uh, uh, Dave's uh, pal, and now my friend as well, uh, the big cat, Kevin Wentworth. How you doing, uh, Mr. Wentworth? Just happy to be here. And we're, we're happy to have you here. So it's uh, it, it, it's an exciting day. We're here. Dave and I did a, uh, a short blurb on my show months ago about Rocky Four specifically, just because you uh, you had heard the uh, the music on the way into the show, right? Yeah, uh, Survivor. Yes. Yeah. Survivor is like, uh, where would, first of all, where would Survivor be without Rocky movies? Would they have a career or what? No. Well, actually, they had one other. Is it Love, I think? Or Is This Love, I think? No, Is This Love was White Snake. Uh, no, no. Was, is, is This Love that I'm feeling? Is This Love? They, no, you're doing the wrong song. It's Is This Love by Survivor. See, we're arguing already. There is a Survivor song, and the guy just died. Have some respect for the guy. Yeah, the Real Men of Genius beer commercials were, were uh, pretty successful. Yeah. That was him. Oh, I forgot that was Survivor. That's right. Okay. Well, See? I, so the answer would be, yeah, they would have. Not, well, do they get the Real Men of Genius commercials would, about Rocky? Would, would John Caffrey and the Beaver Brown band, that's what I ask. Because <laughs> they really, halfway through Rocky Four, I believe, take over the film. That's that, that, Hearts that, on Fire. That might be fair. I believe Kevin Wentworth has bartended and played Hearts on Fire while bartending in Portsmouth. Is this true or untrue? Maybe I might have also had a denim vest on. But <laughs> I, I can't confirm nor deny that. I think you're going to have to. I think you have to have a denim vest on for that. So we're here to talk about uh, Rocky, the, the full spectrum of Rocky, aside from Rocky Five, which did not happen. Most people agree that movie doesn't exist. And uh, I, I was looking up some things about Rocky just in case I, there was something I didn't know. The entire Rocky franchise overall has uh, grossed over a billion dollars worldwide. Did you know that, Dave Haley? I do believe that, yes. I didn't know that, though. It's a fact. It seems low to me. <laughs> it feels low. Yeah. Do you think, did they, now, do you think they showed Rocky IV in the Soviet Union at all? Or do they have to wait until the walls fell and, and Boris Yeltsin? There's not a chance that that got shown. Not a chance? No, there's not a chance that got shown. It, wasn't that like an opposite of a, a Rambo movie in Russia, too? Where they had like and like, but the Americans shot him in the back, and that's how the Ram. I'm serious. There was like a Russian like Rambo. Wasn't that called Red Dawn? <laughs> that's our movie. Oh, that's uh, that was the Cubans. They just no, that was that was everybody. That was Russia. <laughs> that was all the everybody. <laughs> there was Cubans, but they were like under the auspices of the Russians. There was tension. Right? All I know is she, the yeah, the Sheen brothers were involved. That's all I know. Well, that, that makes it uh, gold right there. So we're here to celebrate and talk about Rocky, specifically what happened to Rocky's adversaries, but. Uh, when you think of the Rocky movies, I'll start with you, Kevin Wentworth. What do you what what comes to mind or to your heart more specifically? What underrated is uh, Rocky's satin jacket with the big tiger on the back from Rocky Two. Rocky Two, yeah, yeah. I just you know I always just gravitate towards that, and there's just not a lot of them on eBay these days, unfortunately. Not enough. Didn't he yeah. wear the jacket and then look at a tiger, a real actual tiger, in the zoo at the exact same time? That's a moment. Yeah, when he I believe uh, he did. Right, right when he uh, proposed, I think. That's when Rocky got a little punch drunk in the second one. He couldn't read. It was a little. It's a little upsetting. It wasn't that he was punch drunk. It's that his, uh, you know, his upbringing started to shine through. Third grade education. Yeah, he wasn't. You know, he had to make his living with his fists because he couldn't do it with his head. And I think it's exactly what he told Adrian when they were skating. Yeah, but it, in, a, in a way, he did it with his head because his hard ass head was the only reason he survived a lot of those fights. Yeah. Well, that's true. But I mean, the inside of his head. I mean, yeah, he took a lot of. And listen. Yeah. Who knows what he was like as far as reading goes before the first Apollo fight? Not good. That's not really explored. He was working for Gazo. Yeah, he was working for Gazo. Take it to the zoo. That guy should have won an Academy Award. 
I don't know how that guy saw because those were the darkest tinted sunglasses I've ever seen. And they wore them all the time, inside, out, rainy, sunny. Could you get away with that line in a movie now, by the way? No. Take to the zoo. I heard retards like the zoo. Gaza. And by the way, Gaza was gone after the, after that movie. But uh, no, the best no, part no. is he was in two. He was in Rocky he, two. All right, okay. He was gone after that. I'm saying when Rocky made his millions, but. The best line in that movie is, you know, when he tells, I, I won't repeat it, why he says to take it to the zoo. Who likes the zoo? I just said but it. You can then say the it. end. I'm <laughs> not saying it. So then he's, uh, I got, I have a reputation you're of holding. You're just quoting yeah. the movie. You're yeah. not saying it. And yourself. then at the end, when uh, <laughs> he's been giving him grief the whole time, he goes, Rock, don't forget. He goes, yeah, I remember. He goes, what, what, what? He goes, take it to the zoo. <laughs> the last line. There's just no coming back from yeah. that. Yeah. That's a walk-off. He drops the yeah, mic. It's a walk-off. But Kevin's right, though. Gazo appears in Rocky, too, and he's like, Gazo's like the nicest loan shark in history, by the way. A little too nice. He's so sweet to Rocky. Yeah. He gets upset when Rocky doesn't break the guy's arm, but he's so nice to Rocky, it makes you wonder, he's a little not believable as a loan shark. Yeah. Well, do you think anybody ever told him to take Rocky to the zoo? No. I mean, Rocky was... He's borderline headed to the zoo. <laughs> well, well, come on. He's a, he's a, he's a fighter. What's what the are... best of the movies? There's five movies because there was no, because the last one counts, Rocky yeah. Balboa. Oh, Rocky Balboa is great. The yeah. one with Tommy Gunn doesn't count. We no, don't. we don't. We're not counting. There are two lines in that movie that are worth talking about, and they happen at the same time. Go ahead. And I hate to say it because I, I agree the movie didn't happen, but when Tommy Gunn challenges him to a fight outside of the bar, and then the two big guys come up, and they're like, Rock, you need help? And, and he's like, Ain't no pie eating contest. You know, but other than that, and then, you know, when he said, my ring's outside, my you ring's know, but, you yeah. know, other than that, that's 30 seconds. Polly loses all of his money. See, let's not talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah it's just depressing. Whole... Power of attorney. Who gives Polly power of attorney? Okay, I don't know. That, the hockey player. I wouldn't give him my backup car keys. I mean, you know what I mean? And you're giving him power of attorney. The hockey player for Columbus gave power of attorney to his parents and lost all his money. So Yeah, but were his parents overt racists like Polly? Mm, I don't know if over. I don't. I don't know the people. I don't want to slander them. So, so since we're on it, let's because we're gonna jump around. Let's talk about Paulie for a second. I was watching Rocky Four. He's sitting there at the press conference with the Russian. Yeah. And by the guy, the what ruins it is the guy who's like the leader of the Russian. He's not like the manager or the promoter, but I think that guy was like in Police Academy Five or something like. That. I think like tack, Tackleberry glued his hands together or something. But I mean, <laughs> that guy is up there, oh, and then you got Drago, yeah. and then you have Balboa. And then you have Rocky's drunk brother-in-law. <laughs> he was in his corner. What? what? No, no. He's literally sitting at the press conference right next to Rocky Balboa. He's the brother-in-law. Rocky, you Duke, and then you got uh, you got Paulie. Why are you saying this like that's normal? He, the, he's like the weird brother-in-law. He's, he's in the corner. He's in the Rocky's corner in Rocky Four. Why is he in the press conference with the Russian diplomat? He's part of his there? entourage. Rocky doesn't have much of an entourage. Paulie's part of it. Where is there somebody from? There's somebody, somebody from the embassy well, or something. One of the main guys from his there. entourage got you know killed. Yeah, earlier in the Apollo movie. Apollo would have been there, yeah. but he's no longer with us. I don't like talking about that still. But no, when they have that press conference, they're not in Russia yet. They're still in America. Oh, no, I know, but why is he up there? He's answering to the Russians. Paulie, Paulie from down the street. <laughs> what? No, he's. <laughs> The guy walks around with a paper bag with booze in it all day long, and now he's talking At to the Russians. That's in Rocky Three. In Ro no, Rocky Three throws it through the uh, through the Rocky pinball the pinball. Game. Yeah, but then he when they go to L.A. in Rocky Three, he's got the greatest thing I've ever seen: it's binoculars <laughs> that he screws off a small eyepiece, and it's a flask. What's the hold, before we get back to the uh, Polly ruining diplomatic relations between the U.S. and the USSR? How does Polly get out alive in that gym? Yeah, that they take him to an L.A. with Apollo. He's like, I don't like these people. I don't. Yeah, see, that's where that's what I was saying earlier about his overt racism. <laughs> that's where it comes yeah. into play there. 
I think there was a comment about Mexicans in the first one, but I'm I'm not quite. Some stands out of this. <laughs> he doesn't know any other way. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just you know that's who he is. That's... Nobody ever mentions <laughs> no, any bit of no, it. No, we could, in real life, what happens there is Polly is watching them train. He goes, I gotta go take a piss, and Polly leaves, and he never comes. He back. never comes. And back. he's found in a dumpster in two weeks <laughs> in in Compton someplace. Yeah. His and by the way, in Rocky Rocky Three is in like what 1982, 83. So at this point, it was not good to say, and I'm quoting the movie here, I never say this. He says, you can't train him like a colored fighter. Yeah. It was taboo to say that at that point, I think. Wasn't it? My grandparents might have still been saying that, but that's it. How can, how, how does Apollo Creed let him get away with that? Exactly. Silence <laughs> yeah. for the crowd. We're not touching that one. I know. Wow. Just with, you know, the way the country is you know, today, <laughs> I'm going to stay away from that. I still say that's the most overrated of all the movies. That's my opinion, Rocky Creed. See, I'm... I, I'm I, I think Rocky Two is my of the movies that exist might be my least favorite just because it's so long in the middle. You didn't like the forty minute part where he sits next to a woman who's in a coma. Yeah, you didn't like that part. You could have trimmed that down to like you could have trimmed like five minutes off that maybe. Maybe yeah. like the, thirty. The last half hour of Rocky Two is, is great. The best maybe of the yeah. best of any of the movies. Yeah, but that that forty minutes where he's sitting like that's reading one chapter of that book that he's trying to read sleep. <laughs> like we've already discussed his reading skills or lack thereof. But yeah, James. James right there. When Adrian wakes up and says "win," and then the music kicks in, boom, I'm in. If you show me it right now, yeah. my yeah. entire back would just be. There's no hit. way you turn it off. Yeah, and yeah. then he gets the win Rocky win shirt made to finish his training. Yes, wins are in parentheses. And then my favorite, like subtle part, is he's almost late to the fight. Yeah. Like he literally doesn't show up until like 20 he's minutes. Gonna have the fight. Father, what's his face? Throwing out a blessing. That, that was Father Guido, thing. I think it was. Yeah, I, I'm not sure it was. And that was his official name. <laughs> Okay, so if I had to rank the movies, I would go, I think you have to go Rocky 1 first because it was the originator. I think everybody's favorite is Rocky 1. Then I would go Rocky 4. Then I would go th- 3, then Balboa, and then 2. Now that's really? Not to, that's not to discount any of them. I just, I have so much love for for the, for the them in that order. Rocky 1 was a great movie, but if it comes on now at 3 o'clock on a snowy February day, are you really watching that again? Of course I am. You are? Yeah. Rocky 1? That's, that, I can't believe you asked that question. No, Rocky 4, like, every time it's on, it's like, I'm in. Rocky 4 might be more watchable uh, from a from a. It's so ludicrous. It's laugh out loud funny at times. <laughs> it's so <laughs> ludicrous. But Rocky 1's got the, mo- got the most heart. And that's, you know, that, 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 that counts with me. Yeah. All right, what are your rankings, Kevin Wentworth? I go 1 as well. Yeah. Because, again, it's the originator. Yeah. It, you know, his whole life was a million to one shot. <laughs> Said it right on the poster I had in my room. Uh, then... Then two, it, you know, aside from the forty-minute, you know, part that's way too long in the middle. Okay. Then four, and then three. Despite my love of all things, Mister T, mm-hmm. you know, three is just. There's a long part in the middle of that too, and then and then Rocky Balboa, and that's again, like you said, it's not to take anything away. Rocky there's, Balboa was a great movie. Yeah, those are still five of my all-time top ten movies. You know, anyway, <laughs> easily. So. All right, Dave looks like he's struggling with this question. He's writing him down to see what order he's putting him in. And uh, all right, go ahead. I only went to Keene State, KSC, kind of sort of college. Number one is Rocky IV, in my opinion, just because of the special. I already told you, Fergus Cullen and I share a bond. There are no wrong answers to this question. Rocky IV, one. Rocky II is two. Maybe surprising you, but that last 30 minutes is unbelievable. I'm always sprinting down the street, and that kid almost catches him. Yeah. It's fantastic. There's no way that could happen to that kid. Yeah, I know. Uh, He's playing playing in the Arena League. Um, (laughs) Rocky one would be third. Rocky Balboa after that, and Rocky Three would be last. Rocky Three's last. Is Rocky that Three. You have a... Rocky. Here's here's a synopsis of somebody said to me. I've never seen Rocky Three. What's it about? I'm like, 
Rocky has no stones. Adrian tells him like what he can't do, and then tells him at the end what he can do, and then he does okay. But she the also whole did movie that in is two and okay. four. Yeah. Okay. I oh, think... four, I don't think he was listening anymore, though. He went to Russia without her, and then when she got there, he was sort of like, well, I'm glad you're here, but yeah, I what really would happen to him if she didn't show up? Oh, he still would have beaten. He still would have won over that Russia. Locked. He ended no. the Cold War, Kevin. Did locked. you not? Did you okay. not take history in high school? <laughs> here's, here's Rocky Balboa ended the Cold War. You're trying to take a little umbrage with uh, with your analysis of Rocky Three. Thought there were no wrong answers. There aren't, but you have some. You, you've looked overlooked some things, some oversights on your part. Thunderlips. Uh, uh, no, no, that's not even like in my top three things you've overlooked. Uh, one, Mr. T, Clubber Lang kills Mickey essentially. <laughs> no, bullies, bullies him into a heart attack. I kills him. Drago kills Creed. The, the, well, who's like more, he really kills him. Who's more important to Rocky's soul? Kills Mickey, and as a direct result of that, Rocky drops the title to Clubber Lang about 15 minutes later, comes back and then watches Mickey die. Watches his manager, nay, his father figure, expire on the table. We got more to do, man. We got more to do. In in defense of Clever Lang, Mickey was probably as old as Blue from old school. He okay. was about the same age. Okay, a murder's a murder. Okay, okay. that's uh, no matter what age. Okay. Also, before that, when Clever Lang is trying to get Rocky to fight him, he threatens Adrian with rape, basically. <laughs> in front, not just threatens her like in a text message, but yeah. in front of a crowd of people yeah. at the unveiling of Rocky's statue with Indian feathers in his hair. Yes. So the, you overlooked that uh, three. The run on the beach. Speaks for itself. Rocky and uh, and Apollo running on the beach. Yeah. I can't believe you left those if you were explaining to somebody this movie. You, you putting the, the run on the beach as a positive? The most, no, but the most it's, homoerotic yeah, moment. I have boxer shorts on bigger than those cinema. shorts. It's yeah. something you have to mention because it's an iconic moment in cinema history. Oh, it's iconic, all right. Yeah. So is Frodo <laughs> is and most, yeah, I mean, the most pelvic hug. Frodo and Sam staring at each other, you know. But forget they... that. I, that movie alone, might, uh, Clubber Lang might be the most evil uh, movie villain of all time. Forget Darth Vader. Yeah, but he barely, like, it, he's not even the reason. Rocky just has to find himself again because he made all of his money and. He's not the person he used to be, and he lost his way, and blah, blah, blah. It's it's like a psychoanalysis Be movie. that as it may, he killed Mickey. He killed Mickey. He just Mickey. shoved him into the side. And as a result, him. Mickey died. And as a result of that, Rocky dropped the title. there were no wrong answers. There aren't. I'm just... I'm just I feel like I'm getting yelled at. Yeah, but it's always the darkest before dawn. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fair point. Well put. All right, Who so said the, it? Engelberg Humperdinck, I think, said that? <laughs> so, so the real reason we're here... After all this uh, kibitzing about uh, Ryan screaming at each Wait, other. Wait, I want to talk about Rocky for the fight. I want to talk about something real quick. Okay, go ahead. Okay, thank you. I want to talk about the night. And this is this is not going to be easy for anyone in this room or any of the people walking by saying, why is Justin McIsaac screaming at those two men in there? Okay. I want to talk about the night Apollo died. Okay. I've got a couple observations on this. First of all, let's look who it affected. Warner Wolf. Did Warner Wolf die that night too? He wow. announced that I never never saw Warner Wolf again. A part of him died that night. <laughs> he died that night. <laughs> Not allowed to leave the country. What's turned what started out as Stu Mayhem was turned into a joke has What's, turned into tragedy. Yeah. So uh how about let's talk about I took some notes. Okay. By the way. How about the fact that Drago shoves the referee away and yes. continues pounding on Apollo Creed? Now, How is he not charged with murder after that? Well, he shoves the guy away and keeps pounding well, what's him. What's the, the diplomatic head? community? Di- <laughs> diplomatic community. What's the ref going to do? Disqualify him from an exhibition fight? It was- no, he should have been. He should have been charged with murder because he shoves it's, the guy away in the ring inside a boxing ring. That's that's a, a danger of the sport. I'm sure Apollo signed a waiver. Okay. A couple other things. I took notes on this. Okay. Okay. There's no medical trainer anywhere anywhere, <laughs> anywhere in Las Vegas when they're when they're doing it. So he's literally convulsing on the mat. Yeah. 
Okay. Not only is there no medical trainer, he's got Rocky Balboa in his third grade education yeah. yelling, no, get, at this get point, a doctor. Rocky's more refined, okay? <laughs> yeah. Get a doctor. He bought a robot. There's no way he went back to school. We're going to get to that, too. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting there. There's no medical trainer. Okay. How about the fact that Creed is dying? Now, this is a heavyweight champion of the world. Beloved figure, right? Yes. The, the Count of Monte Fisto. Yes. Okay. The master of disaster. And they're doing interviews with Drago in like, the ring. Live. While the yes, like Larry Merchant's in there yeah. asking Drago what's next. While Creed is dying, me, they're doing interviews seven feet away. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who do you blame more for uh, for Apollo's death? There, there's, there's several figures you can blame. I blame Apollo. Hold on. Apollo is one of them. You can blame Apollo for getting in the ring. He never should have gotten in the ring with Drago. Do you blame uh, the the um, Nevada State Athletic Commission for not having proper medical supervi- uh, supervision at ringside? Yeah, it's like one of those soccer like matches where everyone gets right. trampled to death. Do you blame Rocky Balboa not throwing for the towel. not throwing in the throwing the damn towel for not throwing in the towel, letting him go back out there for that second round? Here's another question. Duke didn't throw. How many towels are there? One? Yeah. Throw a towel. Apparently there was only one because Duke was in tears Duke, telling Rocky to throw it. Duke in the could towel. jump in the ring and just wave his arms and end that fight. And how was Duke not like so broken up over all that that you know he didn't want? He refused to train Rocky. He trained Rocky like months remember. later. I yeah. can tell you exactly why. It's like when a cat dies, you just buy a new one. I can tell you exactly why. Because when Apollo died, a part of him died too. Yeah, but now Rocky had to carry it on. He had okay. To, he had to be. I'm almost done, but I'm not done. Okay. Has there ever, and then because I know Kevin well, like knows his sports, he's a Giants fan, like does his stuff, like he's been following it forever. We he's don't need right. to talk about that in public. So this, I saw. This year. <laughs> yeah, don't get him going on the Manning. Yeah, your love fest will be over that quickly. That's right. Has there ever been a more controversial statement in the history of sports than if he dies, he dies? That's what Drago <laughs> says. The only thing I can think of that comes close. Seven is, feet away, he is literally dying. Yes, is when Mike Tyson says, I'm going to eat his children. To somebody that did not, in yeah, fact, have any children. That's I'm not saying yeah. that's the like, only way that that could compare is if Mike Tyson was, in fact, eating children seven, at the moment he said, "I'm going to eat his children." Right. That's the only thing that comes within the like he had an ear in his mouth or We're something. We're ruling out that Michael Jack and Michael Tyson actually ate children at one point. No, I'm, not I'm just saying that. that, like, as he says, if that's he dies, implied. he dies. There is a guy actually, like a dude, is actually dying on the ground next to him. So that all happens. And I think the last thing, I think the person everybody forgets in this whole thing. That was a huge comeback night for James Brown. And then Apollo oh, yeah. dies and kind of takes all the where's, thunder away. Where's James Brown after when Apollo's dying? Has he already left the arena? He's in the casino. He's in the casino? Okay. Yeah, he's gone. He's doing, he, doing, he heard about it a week later. Doing a little... little yeah, little, he's okay. up, yeah, he's up in the suite. Okay, that's fair. So that's my thoughts just on that there's, night alone. Feel yeah. free to, you know... Okay, so those are some some good points you brought up. And do those, you know, contribute to making that your favorite movie? Your favorite rock? I feel like you do. Yeah. Because right. I, I like that's a movie that makes curious. me think. It's like JFK. Yeah. When he's talking to Donald Sutherland on that. No, yeah. Not the first time those movies have been compared, I'm sure. No, you want you want a movie that makes you think. Even if it's not plausible all the right. time, it makes me think. And should there be a thirty for thirty on the the Drago Creed fight that whole night? If you can do one on uh they did a thirty for thirty short just yesterday on the uh what was it, the uh Ali Ken Foreman fight at Yankee Stadium? Yeah. Should there be at least be a 30 for 30 short on the Drago? Uh, sure, because pre-fight? the fight lasted about the, as long as Spinks Tyson did. Yeah. But what what do they call it? Like a punch meter or punch? Like what's the. the CompuBox? CompuBox. Yes. Yeah. Do you realize Drago never misses a punch? Ever. Like ever? No. <laughs> he just smashes people Not in the head. Not fights Rocky. And he's hitting with 1,700 pounds of pressure. Yeah. Okay. Well, as long as we're on Drago, what we're here to talk about is what happened to Rocky's opponents after the films concluded. And I right. think Drago is a good place to start. 
Because I have the most questions about what happened to Drago. Okay. Now, if you examine Ivan Drago's career, he was an, he was an amateur champion, right? Like, what was he, like a two- or three-time amateur champion? Or a, yeah, he won the—no, he's an Olympic champion. Olympic champion. Undefeated. Undefeated. He turns pro. And who are his first two fights against? An exhibition fight, granted, doesn't count on his record. Former heavyweight champion of the world. Paul former Creed. heavyweight champion of the world, Apollo Creed, who, to my knowledge, only lost one fight ever, and that was to Rocky Balboa. Yes. And not only knocks out Apollo Creed, but kills him. Yes, he kills him. Okay. Literally. His second fight, yep. he fights the current heavyweight champion of the world. Strike that. The man that just abandoned the title, surrendered the title, because he was so distraught. Not about money. Rocky Balboa. Right. Fights him. Now, granted, he fights him in Russia. He goes, was it 12 or 15 rounds? I don't know if they had adjusted 15. It, it was 15, wasn't it? Okay. Goes 15 rounds with Rocky Balboa. Gets knocked out in the 15th round. And then you never hear from him again? Obviously, there's something up here. So. I think that's what we're going to discuss. So I, I, I think uh, my, yeah. my two uh, guests have written down where they think, um, what they think happened to Ivan Drago. Okay. And <laughs> I will start with Kevin Wentworth. Uh, he's, or, or he's so right. he's going to hold it up, you're going to read it, and then he's going to explain. Just to let the audience out okay. there, the thousands and thousands of listeners to those podcasts. I really should have got on. John Casty to videotape this, because I feel it's more entertaining with the hand gestures I have going on. It'll be harder for them to fire you without the video. That's, so let's that's, do it this way. That's fair. Okay, uh, Kevin Wentworth is writing. He appears to have uh, come to a conclusion. <laughs> and uh, it's I'm going to read that good. now. <laughs> Siberian Express to the Gulag. Oh, that's a play on words of his nickname. Thank you. Uh, go Death ahead, Kevin Wentworth. Death from above. Well, they lost all their leverage <laughs> in the Cold War. So, I mean, and then you saw the uh, like the panel of like high-ranking Soviet officials uh, watching from the luxury Fake Gorbachev box. and the Politburo. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh he got put on the Siberian Express to uh, the Gulag. To the Gulag? Nobody seen or heard from him again. That guy could shovel coal yeah. all day, man. Imagine. And, you know, my other option was that he became a B-movie actor starring in a bunch <laughs> of action movies called, you know, Siberian Express and, you know, Siberian Express. Who was secretly a genius and could speak four <laughs> languages. Yeah, but then that's too close to, that, like, real <laughs> life. So, you know. All right, Dave. Against the exercise here. Dave Haley, what do you have written down? Dead. <laughs> just one word, dead. You think he was executed after that? No, I didn't say that. I uh, think his heart exploded like a watermelon with Gallagher pounding down on it with a hammer. Because they had so many drugs pumped into that guy. Mm-hmm. And he was, nobody runs up a treadmill that fast mm-hmm. at that oh, you speed. You haven't been a Spinnaker point lately then. <laughs> <laughs> Besides the big cat when he's training for softball season. Fair. But... He, they had so many drugs pumped into HGH, like coming out of his eyeballs. I'm sure every time he blew his nose, he had HGH coming mm. out of his on his tissues. So I think that his heart. I think one day. I don't think that they killed him. Okay. Respectfully, I'm not sure they sent him to a gulag. My opinion is, they, you know, they didn't kill the Russians when they lost to the U.S. in hockey. Like no. They actually like sounded like they're pretty sympathetic. Although Victor, so what I think happened is that one day he was in the park and joined, you know, uh, you know. Dostoevsky or something like that, mm-hmm. and his heart exploded. Okay. Did Probably he, at the age of like 32. Did he ever fight again after Rocky IV? Yeah, he fought again. He did? Yeah, he went back and he fought internationally, and he won. He probably beat everybody. Who? He fought. He fought internationally, I'm saying. Like oh, He probably fought, like, not, not in the States. He couldn't be allowed in the States. I'd say if he dies, he dies about a Paul yeah, Creed. No. Can't That's, come back. So, but, okay, here's, here's what I think happened. His heart exploded, I'd say, at age 32. I, uh, my initial reaction was very similar to, uh, to Kevin Wentworth's. That he would be sent to the gulag in Siberia and forced into hard labor. However, and it, this is this is a big point that a lot of people miss. At the end of that movie, what is what is Mikhail Gorbachev doing at the end of that movie? Clapping. He's standing and applauding. Right. And so is the rest of the Soviet Politburo. I think here's I think here's what happened. 
I think Drago leaves that ring. He never fights again. Really? But he's like 24 he, years old. I don't old. think he ever fights again because he realizes he was a tool of the Soviet propaganda machine. He didn't figure that out before? No, he figured it out during the fight. That's you know why his he intelligence said— intelligence level, Might be too. slower than Rocky. <laughs> yeah. That's why he said to them, I fight to win for me. Yeah. For me. Yazibya. Yeah. He figures Only it Russian out word I know. right there. <laughs> and he's so moved by Rocky's speech that he figures not only is it uh, not, not only is uh, fighting the Cold War futile, but fighting itself is futile. Yeah, that. I think he turns to like Russian philosophy. He becomes a novel writer, and uh, he dies. Uh, he dies young, but he done Bridget Jones. I mean Bridget Nielsen. I mean no, Bridget no, Jones. no. He's writing stuff like War and Peace, but like not quite as voluminous. And you know, yeah, he, his heart explodes. No, he dies yeah. of alcoholism. Okay, but alcoholism. Wait, wait yes. What happened to Bridget Nielsen, who was about to start hitting the height of her powers? By the way, like what happens <laughs> oh, to her? She gets killed. No, she's killed. She, she's gulag. She goes to jail, yes, because <laughs> yeah. she was, you know. She ends up like one of the girls in Taken. She was pulling the strings yeah. the yeah. whole time. She screwed it up. That guy that Drago throws into the crowd. From Police Academy 5. He's in the gulag, too. Yeah, he's, he's definitely. They're he's both dead. out of the party, out of the Communist Party, everything. But I think Drago, like I said. He Reassigned, lives, quote unquote. Yes. I think Drago kind of finds it. He gets, uh, you know, he kind of finds himself. A novelist. I love this. Okay. Yes. That, I, that, this actually all just occurred to me while we were sitting here, all by right. the way. He punches down the Berlin Wall Who's... with his bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have a cartoon. Maybe he goes on a book tour once uh, <laughs> once the once the Berlin Wall falls and the, the Soviet Union falls. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, who's next? Okay, uh, who do you have on your list there? I'll go with your list. Clubber Lang. Clubber Lang is a great example. This one's this one's gonna hit close to home because it's just so easy to say. Every got to write down. Everything he was in, he was the same. He had a feather earring, like DC Cab, the A Team, you know, Rocky Three. Had the he looked the same, he acted the same. So it's hard. Treat your barber right. But uh, so um, for those of you not familiar with Clubber Lang, and if you're not, I don't know why you've listened this long to the podcast. I'm giving time for Kevin to write down his answer. Yeah, Kevin's really struggling. I am. Here. This is hard. So Clubber Lang, Rocky like Three, the number one contender. Rocky's kind of dodging him. Mickey's kind of arranging fights with guys that were good fighters, but they weren't killers like Clubber Lang. He beats Rocky in the rematch. Rocky beats Clubber. He's the Southside Slugger. He's from Chicago. Uh, what happens to Clubber Lang after that? He's a brawling type, kind of a. He trains alone. He lives alone. He fights alone. That's what he does. So uh, I'm gonna go to Kevin Wentworth for his. <laughs> I don't know what that means for his assessment. A little play on what you said earlier when he confronted. Uh, for uh, for Adrian. For Adrian. Uh, jail for the R word, and I, th- <laughs> and I don't think we mean robbery in yeah. this case either. He's so he's gone the Bill Cosby route, is yeah. what you're saying. So go ahead, expound upon your answer. Yeah, he had some aggression issues, obviously, uh, and then you know he, you know he shows a pattern when he uh, he goes after Adrian outside of the at the festival for Rocky's statue, and uh, just think that you know his temper probably gets the better of him at one point and. Similar to Mike Tyson, who you know we keep bringing up, probably ended poorly one night. Did he fight again? He probably fought shortly thereafter. And yeah, then I would, he'd have you to know, come back. I wanted one against Rocky. Yeah, but yeah, do you think he? I, he probably didn't get another shot at the title just because you know they're probably starting to put more you know PC guys in because we're getting in the mid eighties. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't seem like a guy that can be controlled by a promoter, right? And that was, that's uh, kind of what most of the boxing world is. Like he wouldn't play by the rules. No, so I mean, he also might have like. Been like an underground fighter too, like in No Holds Barred. I'll switch you to some sort of primitive MMA type of thing. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, uh, like Zeus. Yeah. Okay. You I mean like Zeus, Kr- Zeus before Zeus was Zeus? You mean like Kramer when he had Larry Je- Little Jerry, like that? <laughs> no? Anything like that? No. Am I allowed to say that? You can, you can say, say that. that. You can say anything on a podcast. You can it's, beat me. It's up. a podcast. 
right. not going to beep anything out of this. But uh, all right, uh, Dave Haley has written down his answer. Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> that is an interesting take. Dare I say a hot take? I think Clover he Lang. smoothed out around 45, and I think he was broke. And he said, all right, you know, he had to work the circuit a little bit, shake some hands at Valleys and, you know, and, and Valleys, I mean, and just and just get out there, greet people. And I think he probably went on Dancing with the Stars, got eliminated on the third episode. Okay. Yeah. I think he went out there and tried his hand, and I think he probably, he may or may not have lived with Corey Feldman in the real world house. I mean, that's the real world house. Did he fight again? Yeah, he fought afterward. Okay. I think he he lost like six or seven. I want to say he went like fourteen and six after that. And because in the Rocky timeline, he does not hold the title again after that. Rocky holds no. it until he surrenders. Only it. other boxer that we saw that he, besides Balboa that blocked punches with his face. <laughs> he just blocks him with his face. Yeah, he was he just, has his hands like straight out. Like all right, go ahead. Well, Rocky kind of gave you the blueprint to to beat it. Yeah, right? Just take yeah. him in the face all day long. <laughs> the only person I ever, yeah, if anybody uh, watches film, they're gonna figure it out. Yeah, Homer Simpson does that too. Like you know, remember yeah. when he was the heavyweight champion because he just took punches in the he face. Was never the heavyweight champion. He fought Dedrick, Dredrick Tatum for the heavyweight champion. Oh, I thought he won. He saved, lost. Saved by Mo. Mo, fan yeah. man. Mo yeah, I'd say, um, I'd say Dancing with the Stars. That's my answer on that one. Okay, I'm going to go as kind of a similar route as I'm going to combine the two of your answers. I think he does go to jail, but I think it's for drugs. I think after he loses to, to Rocky, he fights some more. But like we said, there's a blueprint on how to beat him. you got to beat him with speed. He's going to tire out by the sixth round. You get him in the late rounds, he's all yours. Yeah, exactly. So he's not Survive. gonna be, he's not gonna be in like a, a top ten contender. So that, that his whole what's what's Clubber Lang's whole identity? His name is Clubber for God's sake. His whole identity is fighting. When he starts to lose that, he starts to lose his identity. He turns to drugs. It goes badly. Uh, men of color that get arrested for uh, drug possession or abuse aren't treated as kindly by the system as the rest of us. So he does a good five year bit, I think. When he comes out, he starts uh, similar to uh, Cuddy in The Wire. I think he starts to try and mentor young boxers, trying to show them the show them the the uh, to change their ways. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe he eventually, I, I can see him ended up on Dancing with the Stars. I can yeah, buy that. Thank you. Like, uh, you know, I can see him doing to make some money after that to raise money for his gym. Sure, doing things like the surreal life or whatever. Eventually, yeah. he'll be shot in a convenience store. But I think he definitely <laughs> did Dancing with the Stars before he was shot in a convenience. This store. This is some nice redemption stories for yeah. you guys. I yeah. really like that for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then it always, you know. Yeah, what you are. So two out of three of us have Clubber Lang going to jail, which I feel is unfortunate. But all right, who is next on our list? Um, let's do Polly. Polly. Polly, the brother-in-law. I don't of feel Rocky. like this is going to end well either. Who in Rocky? In Rocky Balboa is still alive. Still alive. Outlived Adrian. Gotta watch. Which is a yeah. Outlived Adrian. Who saw that coming? Well, Talia Shire didn't want to do Rocky Balboa, so they killed her off, and uh, that was. Uh, I, well, which, quite frankly, she did Godfather three, but she didn't want to do a six Rocky. I'm personally offended by that. But uh, so, uh, so Polly, who and I can't remember Polly's last name either. But uh, Polly, who outlived Adrian somehow, uh, Kevin Wentworth has written down his answer, and let's see what it says. Multi-millionaire. <laughs> this is gonna take some splaining. Yeah, I'm just gonna shut up and listen. Yeah, go ahead. The aforementioned binocular flask. <laughs> Everybody says they have a million dollar idea. Polly. On his fame from being in all Rockies press conferences and all, all the TV on his fight, becomes a, a salesman and he sells the binocular flask. And I've seen one in person. They exist and they work. And Polly just and then somebody's making money. Yeah, someone's living okay, off a beach so, off it. Multi-millionaire, but as Polly is known to do, he mismanages all his funds and he ends up broken. <laughs> Back in Philly, living in the in the same uh, you know brick house, you know, ruining Thanksgiving with his drinking. But at one point. Polly becomes a multimillionaire. Really? 
That's yeah. that's shocking, that answer. Of the 10,000 people in the greater Dover area, I think you picked the right two people to tell that to. Because I can kind of see it. Absolutely. I'd buy one of those. Yeah. Really, really, I could be let, golfing let and pretend this. I'm looking for my you know, shot. Quick sidebar. How many instances is a binocular flask really uh, really come into play? Like on a, uh, When you're going whale watching. If you go whale watching, bird watching. College football games where they don't sell booze because it's a stadium. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, all right. All right. The, uh, you know what? That, that just sold me on it. Because otherwise, it wasn't, I was going to say it's not too practical. Right. But, uh, okay, then now I'm sold on it. All right, Dave Haley has written his I don't answer. know if I can top that. It's not about top. It's not a contest. It's okay. it's about critical thought when it comes to Rocky. All right. And that's what that's what we're here for today. So let me see. Desperately looking for a new liver. Yes. So <laughs> he's like Mickey Mantle in the final weeks, basically. There's so Paul- no way. <laughs> I expect to be in the same boat someday, too, so I'm not taking shots at Paulie. But... I believe, I believe that Polly probably had a million dollar idea. Was too stupid to do anything with it. Okay. So somebody who like lived down the street from him and you know talked to him when he walked his dog probably made the millions off that. But I think um, Polly's liver is the size and texture of a walnut at this point, <laughs> and he's just trying to get through until death comes knocking at his so door. So you're saying all those years of carrying around a bottle of J and B scotch in a little paper bag, which is a horrible scotch, by the way. Have finally caught up to him. I think so, yeah. And I mean, and another thing I wanted to kind of a little bit off topic, but on Paulie, another thing about the Rocky Four, which is obviously my favorite, is I love when they get out of the car and he is asking Rocky, he's shocked that they're in a cabin. He's shocked that they don't have TV. This wasn't covered on the eight hour drive, eight hour like, flight with no radio. You're it's telling me the Russian guys are playing radio? What about the 16 hour in flight? Siberia? Tickets to yeah. Moscow. They had to this change planes never, at Heathrow. If Kevin and I are traveling together for 22 <laughs> hours, yeah. at some besides the fact that he would strangle me to death at some point, I think we all at would. some point that's why they make he noise would canceling headphones. He would at some point I would turn to him and say, Hey, by the way, where we're staying. Like, that would happen once in 22 hours. That never happens. You know he gets though? out. He has no idea where they're staying. Here's what he I, a, no sparring. He doesn't know anything. Here's what I can see happening. Because I think when they got out of the car, I think Polly has headphones in at some point. Well, he's listening to at, yeah, Adam. I mean, Alvin the Chipmunk. Alvin the Chipmunk's Chipmunk. Christmas special, right. I think Polly half listened to music, half just babbled on about whatever. Like, ah, oh, the Eagles got to get a new quarterback. I don't like this Cunningham. I don't think I need to tell you why. You know, uh, things like that. <laughs> you think Polly became a Chip Kelly super fan? Down <laughs> I think every, I think everybody just tuned him out for the whole time. Yeah, they probably sat in separate sections of the plane. You're gonna want to sit next to Polly on an eight-hour flight to Heathrow, and then from Heathrow to whatever Moscow's airport was called, or yeah. the Siberian airport. Very long drive. The guy even says we have very long drive. And when a guy in Russia and Siberia says very long drive, we're, you're talking eight hours. You think you turned the radio on that whole? No, time? that was definitely you. Like my grandparents when they drove, you could hear the blinker like, <laughs> like when they turned because they never had the radio on. It's definitely like I don't know. I only think they hit the blinker like twice in eight hours. I think it's just straight out through the mountains, but I think uh, it's amazing they never covered that in the drive. That was something I always wondered about. All right. Here's what I think happened to Polly. Polly is, uh, there's three people that appear in every Rocky movie as an, as an alive person. There's Rocky, there's Polly, and there's Duke. So I think Polly is a survivor. Polly's just going to keep on keeping on. You know how you know that one guy who somehow is able to be like a knee-walking drunk until he's in his like mid-80s, and he just never slows down. And there's no real scientific explanation for it. It's just some people happen to be able I to— I admire those guys. Yeah. yeah. That's Polly. There's uh, Polly's old and Rocky Balboa, and that was like six years ago. I'm pretty sure Polly's still kicking. He's still doing the same things. He, uh, Even though he's retired from the meatpacking company, he found something else to do. He found another meat place to work at just for the publicity maybe for them. So he's still going in and cutting meat, drinking scotch, going to Rocky's restaurant, and mooching off of Rocky's fame. 
It's all st- dude, Polly doesn't change. I feel like I was a real downer on this Polly thing. No, I, I mean, well, if Polly didn't no. make it past Rocky Four, you know, because he, he would have been electrocuted from trying to have sex with that robot that he likes so much. <laughs> yeah, can we talk about the sexual tension there? Where he changes the voice and yeah. she's talking to him about yeah, that, like, is, that does get real weird, right? Yeah. And, and not only that. It appears that the robot. Hey, is... Polly, why you keep why you keep taking the robot in the room with you when you go to bed at night? <laughs> you you shut your... You can leave it in the hallway, Polly. You shut your mouth. <laughs> but oh, is the robot the only guardian of Rocky's child and Rocky's child's friends while Rocky's in? Yeah, and. Russia fighting Apollo <laughs> yeah, Creed on Christmas for months. Or I'm not Apollo Creed, but Ivan Drago. Isn't there someone who like read it? Apollo said, "Senior, hello, Senior Creed," or whatever. Wasn't there somebody at the door? But here's the other thing: yeah. it was like the vacation movies. There was always a different Rocky kid. Like his baby was born with like more hair than Gene Simmons. Yep. In the in Rocky two, and then Rocky four, the kid looks nothing like Adrian, nothing like Rocky. Yeah. And then he's got his actual son, R.I.P. By the way, um, in really? the movie that yeah, he's yeah. dead. Huh. And the movie that uh, shall not be named. Shall not be named. So he's got like, oh, and then he's got another new son in Rocky Balboa. Who's the first one played by a legitimate actor. Yeah, <laughs> like somebody that can spit out lines. Yeah. yeah. So he's got like five different kids in six different movies. You got to suspend disbelief sometimes, Dave. All right. I do. Sometimes you do. <laughs> so, every now and then. There wasn't a giant shark off Nantucket that was eating people in 1976, no, and ate a whole boat. That didn't happen. There might have been, but I don't think there. Hoopa drives the boat, chief. Um. So, all right. So that, yeah, that that's my thing with Polly right there. So, the last person we were talking about is Thunderlips. You want to do that? Thunderlips. You want me to start while you guys are writing down? Yeah, because you're the wrestling okay. expert. Thunderlips, the uh, the uh, the ultimate male in the flesh, baby, portrayed by uh, young Hulk Hogan. Before, by the way. Before he went to uh, the WWE, oh, that was like his breakout. He yeah. was still with the uh, under the auspices of the. How about, wait, hold on, real quick. Sorry. sorry. How about the casting guy who cast Mr. T and Hulk Hogan in the same movie, and it was their first movie each. How about yeah. that guy? That guy should be in the Hall of Fame. That might have been Rocky Balboa himself. I, I think he met Mr. T at a nightclub. And was like, you got to be an actor, so or, uh, Sylvester Stallone. I don't separate the two at this point. It's a terrible <laughs> impression. But yeah, most of mine are. But uh, yeah, so uh, so Thunderlips. Uh, portrayed by Hulk Hogan, while he was still, uh, his boss was still Vern Gagne, the AWA at this point. This kind of led to him leaving, by the way, because Vern Gagne didn't like that he did a movie. Uh, he, he has a successful charity bout with Rocky. It, you know, that, that, uh, that's the name he of the He nearly game. kills Rocky. Yeah, but Rocky gets his, uh, you know, gets his into, gets yeah, his shots almost in. Almost chokes him out, yeah. That's right, yeah. Some sort of a stranglehold, I believe, as Warner Wolf said. Uh, Thunderlips has a pretty decent wrestling career after that. He's obviously he's the champion at sure. that point. He's on a monster run. Uh, he's a he's a bad guy or a heel as we used to call it in the wrestling business. Uh, does a after that does a does a baby face turn becomes a good guy, blows out his knee though and gets caught uh, up after that. They have the, something for that. It's called HGH. Not back then they didn't shoot it. They right just in had anabolic cap. steroids. Becomes embroiled much as the real life Hulk Hogan did in a in a big steroids trial. Uh, and kind of kind of fades from the scene after that. Starts doing conventions. Uh, you know he's got to sign autographs for for fanboys. And uh, comes out of retirement, tries to make another comeback. It's not quite as successful. The nostalgia isn't there for him, so he kind of fades into Bolivian, as Mike Tyson would say. <laughs> so it's kind of a it's kind of a sad ending for Thunderlips, the ultimate male. I hate it when people go to Bolivian. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. He was having trouble. Can I go first? You can the... absolutely go first. Okay, thanks. Dead. <laughs> Did you reuse the same paper? <laughs> no, no, you wrote it twice. No, because so. when these are in the museum, you need one for both guys. <laughs> yep. And also because of this, I know that at 1247, we're going to be, get ready for Lone Star, people. Um, he definitely puts a bullet in his brain. 
It is that, all, yeah, wow. he shoots himself in a dark room. What's the uh, what's the circumstance? It's steroids, and it's all those years of people breaking chairs over their heads, and that's why I worry about you because people used to break chairs over your heads. And at some point, that's going to catch up. The to chairs you. didn't break, Dave. First of all, let's let's get facts. Your head straight. broke it. Yes, that my head you know, absorbed the impact. That's why it's going to be a dark room. So Thunderlips was one of the first guys to kill himself. Uh, due to CTE complications, years before people knew. Yes, about exactly. CTE. Just like uh, what's his name? Uh, who's Jake the Snake? Isn't he dead? Jake the Snake no. Roberts? No, he's still alive. He survived. Uh... <laughs> oh, the room just turned on <laughs> me. You're thinking of Chris Benoit? There's like a hundred of them that are dead. My Kevin Owens fa- just gasped when I said Chris Benoit. <laughs> the greatest Benoit. boxer of all time, of course, is my favorite, the Junkyard Dog, who died in a car crash in Detroit. But they all peace. go down. So I'm saying that uh, he commits suicide, Thunderlips, and he dies. Quietly and on entertainment tonight, it's like in the last five minutes. And then he did one B movie, and at the Oscars, they don't put him in the death room. He's not in the. He's not in. Oh goodness, no. How many years after Rocky Three does he kill himself? Eight, eight, eight years. Okay, Kevin Wentworth, who. uh, By the way, Dave's been a little bit of a downer in this. Yeah, no, actually, I was, I was gonna do one that just imitated life way too much and say that he just made a bunch of really bad movies like Mr. Nanny and Suburban Commando, but. He was That's also in the Naked like Gun realistic. 33 and a third, well, which, where he, he was. Uh, yeah, he gets uh, hit with a chair by Dr. Joyce Brothers at one point. No, that's that? Spy Hard. That is Spy Hard. You're right. I'm, I beg your pardon. That's, uh, that's why he's here. That's why he's here. All right, go ahead. Kevin Wentworth says, Hooters. He discovers and opens Hooters. <laughs> Remember his, like, valets to the ring. It was, yes. like, four girls dressed in exactly like Hooters outfits with the, the tiny shorts. That's much better than killing shirt. yourself. I know. Yeah, I know. I had to take. I had to make it positive. I just, yeah, I couldn't. That's why I, I, couldn't, went first. I couldn't envision Thunderlips going down that way. <laughs> so he so he opens his own chain yeah, restaurant. Maybe not necessarily Hooters, but no, something of that vein. Right, and you know, I don't know how long Hooters has been around for, but I mean, it's probably close to the same era. Like yes, so you know, maybe he's the multimillionaire, and, and you know, because Polly, I think we all, you know, discovered goes back to a life of disgrace. Yeah. Can't hold on to the millions that he makes, but. <laughs> I think Thunderlips has a real business sense. You know, like maybe he does have the career-ending injury, but he's like, you know what? These valets, they really work for me. I bet they can serve. Uh, they can serve the heck out of some wings. Wow, that's a lot nicer than mine. Yeah, yeah, you were kind of a downer in this. Uh, Life is a whole cold hard reality, and that's pretty much what I'm bringing to you here. That that is, but you know what? You need that. So two of these guys are dead, according to me. <laughs> yeah, according and, to oh, and by the way, Paulie's about to die. Yeah, he needs a liver. <laughs> Paulie's about to so die. So check with me in about two months, and we redo this, and I'll say three of them are dead. Here's here, here's something we, we we didn't put on the list. There, we talked about Rocky's opponents, and I'm just throwing this at you. What happens to Rocky himself after Rocky Balboa? He seems to find closure after he fights Mason the Lion Dixon, loses a decision. But regains his, wins his dignity. What do you think? Uh, just uh, what happens to Rocky? He's getting ready for uh, Rocky Seven. Yeah, <laughs> I think he still thinks he can fight. <laughs> you, th- you think after that he starts fighting people? Because I think he's just happy after that. Yeah, it seems like his uh, restaurant in uh, Philly was doing pretty well. Yep. You know, Sp- Spider Rico's washing dishes in the basement. Yep. Uh, do you th- do you think he ever consummates his relationship with Little Marie? No. No. You don't no. think he does? Maybe he might consummate his relationship with Polly, though. <laughs> I think that's a Bert and Ernie situation. But Polly's weak, man. He, he needs a lever. Focus on the problem. Yeah, other than the robot, you never see Polly with a woman, do you? Wouldn't that uh, be? No, the... he, he hires a date to go to one of yeah. the, the, the. Oh, that's the right. Yes. That's us. Hire, <laughs> hires a date, Eric. See, quotes. this <laughs> is why I would ruin. I wish I had the ability to ruin every single movie just with my strange sense of humor, but. 
How great would Rocky Balboa be if the ending, like Rocky leaves to the song and they go celebrate at his restaurant and Paulie's sitting in a chair all by himself lonely and then the robot comes wheeling in? <laughs> How great would that be? The robot's hand It just wouldn't falls be a dry eye in the house. It would be like the notebook, like right yeah. there. Like it would be one of the most emotional reunions. Pa- all here, time. Here, I'll set the scene for you. Paulie's sad. He's sitting there. Maybe he got a glass of booze in his hand. Maybe of course not. he does. So you don't you don't see who's coming up, but you see a hand fall on his shoulder, yep. and then the pretender's "I'll stand by you" fires up, and then he looks up and it's the robot, and he's like, "Where have you been?" He's like, and she says to him, "I've missed you so much." See, end credits right there. <laughs> don't don't forget that that ho- that robot was playing horrible '80s music. Remember, he had like a Gladys Knight and the Pip song oh, that yeah. it was playing. Like it was a soundtrack song they were trying to sneak into the movie, and yeah, yeah. And by the way, I would be remiss because I know we're ending the uh, getting to the end of this. Yeah. Not mentioning the name Robert Tepper, who's one of the key clogs in the entire series for No Easy Way Out. I once went to the gym and saw Kevin Wentworth pounding Misha Cook one-on-one at the the pack. And he in basketball. Had, in basketball. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to be really clear. Yeah. We just touched upon uh, Polly and Rocky. Yeah. And it was because he had been listening to No Easy Way Out by Robert Tepper before he went out on the floor. You can pretty much do anything after that song. It is impossible not to be fired up. Rocky climbed a mountain in his boots in Russia and then screams. It was on last night. It was on Country Music Channel. And Rocky scream, screams, as you know, Drago, as yeah. loud as he can. Do you notice the sun is going down? So that means Rocky's going down that mountain in the dark. In Russia, and think- with bears, yeah, <laughs> yeah with Russian bears, yeah, yeah. yeah that, and and that he doesn't scene, smell or look like anybody else they know. They're gonna eat him. That scene directly leads to cliffhanger. Also, which- I'm not too comfortable with Rocky doing a lot of that training in yoga pants. He has a yeah. McIsaac has a theory that basically Rocky Balboa is the same guy in Cliffhanger, and he just is climbing not, movies. Not the same guy. I think mountains now. I think Stallone that got on top of that mountain. And said, hey, I can and, do something with this. And started writing Cliffhanger in his head as they were filming that scene where he's scrambling up the 65,000-foot Siberian peak yeah. after outrunning a KGB Mercedes. Yeah, I love when the Mercedes crashes and the guy gets out and he starts chasing Rocky like he's going to catch up But him. that guy can't handle the terrain even though that's where he's from. He's wearing balls. dress shoes. Come <laughs> yeah. on. Rocky's got boots on. He's got a beard. Rocky's got some nice Sorrells on. <laughs> so again, Rocky's going down the mountain in the dark, pitch dark, in Russia. Well... I feel like we could do three hours on this if we had time. I think we just did an hour. People aren't going to listen to three hours. So I want to thank my guests, Kevin Wentworth, the big cat. Uh, anything to plug, Kevin? <laughs> no, not <laughs> really. No, no, okay, that's Thanks good. for having me. Dave Haley from NHSportsPage.com. Jamboree week next week. We'll love, uh, if you follow me on any sort of social media, you'll be hearing about that. And uh, for the, for these two gentlemen, I'm Justin McIsaac saying, uh, yo, Adrian, we did it. <laughs>